Trump had a, a very active weekend. On Twitter this weekend, he came up with a new nickname for the leader of North Korea. He tweeted, I spoke with President Moon of South Korea last night, asked him how Rocket Man is doing. Long gas lines forming in North Korea, too bad. He named Kim Jong-un after an Elton John song, Rocket Man. I would have gone with Tidy Dancer, but, you know, he's, I'm not the kind of so uh, Trump is uh, getting, just walking up to the podium right now, and he's got the North Korean delegation there at the U.N. sitting in the front row center, the Oprah seat from the Emmys. That is interesting. Staring him in the face and everything right. like that. So. Or just constant rolling his eyes. Oh, my God, right. Oh, so I Just make this noise all the time. I expect this to be flowery and uh, un-Trump-like. <laughs> what was that? Bullshit! <laughs> That's what the North Korean guy's going to be doing the whole time. <laughs> I'm for de- Sorry, allergies. Yeah. I don't know it's something about the air in your... Holy crap! <laughs> Do you want to hear from uh, Donald Trump? That's He's our president, he's yes. walking up to the podium now. There you go, ladies Again, and gentlemen. his first speech in All front right, of this shut group. up, whoever you are. There he is. National speeches was tonato. Let's uh, listen to up. this one here to President Trump. At Nobody asked you, ladies. Secretary General, Mr. President, world leaders, and distinguished delegates... Welcome to New York. It is a profound honor to stand here in my home city as a representative of the American people to address the people of the world. As millions of our citizens continue to suffer the effects of the devastating hurricanes that have struck our country, I want to begin by expressing my appreciation to every leader in this room who has offered assistance and aid. The American people are strong and resilient, and they will emerge from these hardships more determined than ever before. See, this isn't the Trump I, that I wanted out of, out, of, out of Donald Trump's presidency. I want him to stand up there and do the full Ted Cruz, Lion Hillary thing about <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Tiny hands, weird hair. Have you ever seen weirder hair on a guy than this? Is what he is the with this fattest hair? world leader in the world? I see one fat guy over there. You're not as fat as him. You're not as fat as him. <laughs> yeah, how great would that be? But no, we're getting this. All right. The United States has done very well since Election Day last November 8th. There we go. The stock market is at an all-time high, a record. Unemployment is at its lowest level in 16 years. And because of our regulatory and other reforms, we have more people working in the United States today than ever before. Woohoo! Companies are moving back, creating job growth the likes of which our country has not seen in a very long time. And it has just been announced that we will be spending almost $700 billion on our military and defense. Hey, pause our it military. For a hey, that's a good one right there. You know there. what? Yeah, this, that is good. Also, Trump and his people understand all the networks are taking this. Because of, you know, internationalism and the U.N. is so important. We really need to pay attention. So he's making a campaign speech, as long as he's got all the cameras. And I like that, emphasizing how much we're spending on our military for all those uh, people out there who aren't spending as much as they're supposed to in NATO for their defense. Limp-wristed socialist euros. I think this is a good thing to point out. How much Trump do you want to hear? Oh, more. Okay. 
will soon be the strongest it has ever been. How do you like that? Huh? Look at the North For Korean guy. Look him in the eyes. Spare him in down. times of war and peace, the leaders of nations, movements, and religions have stood before this assembly. Like them, I intend to address some of the very serious threats before us today, but also the enormous potential waiting to be unleashed. We live in a time of extraordinary opportunity. Breakthroughs in science, technology, and medicine are curing illnesses and solving problems that prior generations thought impossible to solve. But each day also brings news of growing dangers that threaten everything we cherish and value. Terrorists and extremists have gathered strength and spread to every region of the planet. Rogue regimes represented in this body not only support terrorists, but threaten other nations and their own people with the most destructive weapons known to humanity. Authority and authoritarian powers seek to collapse the values, the systems, and alliances that prevented conflict and tilted the world toward freedom since World War II. There you go. Good yeah, I think we'll uh, dip in for highlights as the thing goes on. We've, we've got tape rolling on it. and You know, uh, on Sunday, oh, we got a minute. So on Sunday on Face the Nation, John McCain said the North Korea thing is probably one of the most serious national security crises the United States has ever faced. Um, agree well, or disagree? Sure. Yeah, it's in, it's in the top tier, absolutely. You're the rollover and let them do whatever they want crowd. Oh, boy. (laughs) I have yet to hear the plan that is uh, A, going to be effective, and B, has any chance of happening. Just, I think we learned to live with them with nukes. I haven't heard anybody express A, the plan, and B, the will to do it. So, I'm just trying to be realistic, Jack. I spent my childhood. Was that too fast to outrage? Should there have been a transition? You got to build up to it. I just haven't seen the plan. But I hear a lot of people speaking with a lot of authority these days about he's, what they would do. He's building. Was that oh, is that much better? better. Is yeah. that better? Yeah, Thank you, exactly. Sean. Thank better. you. <laughs> I grew up under the shadow of Soviet nukes, and I persevered. I, I didn't I don't I don't have anything else. I just, <laughs> and we you know, we just we And then trail off. I don't I don't see any alternative but to live with it unless we want to have a second Korean war. Well, with, with with the North Koreans, we've got uh, millions of guys under arms. My prediction is something awful is going to happen, and, we'll, and historians will look back and say, you know, we'd have been better off with another Korean War. It's entirely possible you are correct. A lot of people were saying that during the Soviet era, though. Jack, you and your type would have gotten us into a nuclear holocaust with Khrushchev. Yeah, your oh. type, Jack. <laughs> Who's smart now? Huh? Something terrible is going to happen. Balding eh? <laughs> country bumpkins? Is that the type you're talking about? That's, that's right. That's right. All right. So Thank tr- you for the in, the, the uh, assistance in uns- insulting you. <laughs> um, so a number of things we got. Bald-headed country bumpkins. We got some insight from an expert on the whole um, why, your Apple, why your iPhone goes crappy when the new ones come out. 
Yeah, and I want to talk about why uh, the Democrat Party, particularly in the blue states, is facing a huge crisis Should we politically. Play? And and Democrats know it. This is not like some sort of weird accusation. I'm going to parrot the very words of uh, Democrat Party elders. Do you want to hear the long version of Nancy Pelosi being shouted down? <laughs> I can't even tell you how much I want to hear that. <laughs> From you the think left. I enjoyed the Wolf Blitzer stuff? I can't wait. Nancy Pelosi really? shout, yes. shouted down from the left. It's interesting. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. In front of a half-empty stadium to the, the sultry, half-hearted applause of a few. And the mayor of L.A. said, uh, we'd have been happy with just the Rams. That would have been fine for us. <laughs> so, thanks for that. Uh, the president of the United States is Donald Trump. The guy used to be on The Apprentice. And he is speaking at the U.N. currently. And any highlights from that, Marshall Phillips will have in his news. I wonder if he gets specific about North Korea, and it's nah. all talk well, anyway. Yeah, why I mean, would you? Just... Today, why would you today? I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. I would like to hear him utterly dress down the UN. He's obviously sure. in scripted mode. Yeah, um, which I get. <laughs> I get why. I would love to hear him just go Trump on the UN. Yeah, I have. Uh, I would have no problem with that. The media would be horrified, of course. I thought his statement the other day was absolutely, practically note perfect. Um, listen, the U.N. has a great potential, but it is a bloated, ineffective bureaucracy, which is undeniable. God, the stories out of the U.N., it, well, it's a, it's a bureaucrat's bureaucracy. Anyway, so Nancy Pelosi is doing a press conference in San Francisco. Um, she is the uh, minority leader of the House of Representatives. That's true, and uh, and longtime leader of the uh, Democrat Party on the uh, in, uh, on the House side, she uh, did back to back stops in California on Monday uh, to p- urge the passage of the Dream Act to shield the uh, the people who are uh, included in DACA from deportation. I will not use the term dreamers, even if it takes me ten minutes to describe uh, these people. Uh, and she's pressing for broader immigration reform, immigration reform to create a path to citizenship, et cetera, et cetera. But the notable thing was in San Francisco, uh, a bunch of protesters uh, showed up and started shouting her down and yelling at her and getting verbally abusive. This is what it sounded like. All right, that's enough. That's enough. We, we have listened. We have listened. We have listened very eagerly. Uh, to what you had to say. And your little dog, no, you, too. No, yes you did. No. To what? No. To what? To what? Okay, can you pause there, Sean? That's uh, somebody said that uh, the internet's probably already done this, turned it into some sort of song or something. But that's pretty good. Yes yeah, so or oh, no? Yes yeah. uh, yeah, so or no? To what? To what? Yes yeah, so or no? To can what? Can we get a uh, remix, please? <laughs> if a remix exists, can somebody work on that? So, they're, what are they yelling yes or no about? I think it has to do with a sign that Sean mentioned they were holding, which said 11 million of us, yeah. and they were also chanting "all of us or none of us," meaning. Every single air-sucking homo sapien who's who's snuck into the United States should be immediately uh, legalized and made a citizen. Gotcha. That is their stance. That's a pretty... uh... Essentially, well, not essentially, open borders. They are advocating anybody who sets foot in the United States should have the full benefits of citizenship. That's not some minor gathering and chanting. That's a pretty intense scene right there, sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, let's go ahead. Is there? There's more oh, to yeah. it, right? Yeah. So you're coming. 
bit from what you were saying that you do not want us to proceed with the DREAM Act because it is not comprehensive immigration reform. We all are fighting for comprehensive immigration reform. We have said to everyone, be very careful, report to us any deportations because they're telling us they're not happening. Uh, uh, and, Ed, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just wait a minute. You just wait a minute. You have... But if you don't... If you do not want to listen, if you do not... <laughs> Stop that there. So, <laughs> so somebody's leading the chance. Right. Where were you? Where, Where were, were you? you? When we asked. When we asked. And Nancy Pelosi says, they never asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Man, that is quite the scene. And, you know, I was just thinking, I wonder how much of the um, energizing of this group the sending around of stories and emails, probably about deportations that haven't happened and that sort of stuff, came from the Russians. Right. The, oh, I wonder. That's right, because that was one of the avenues that they were trying to exploit. That's what they were doing in Texas on the yeah. other side, sending around stories to everybody, making uh, the whole threat of illegal immigration sound worse than it actually is. Right. To, to get people all fired Which up. Which a lot of people believe. Yeah, and the Russians might be doing that with this crowd, sending around stories that they believe about deportations or things Nancy Pelosi said that she hasn't actually said. Yeah, but th- this is all nice. There's some nice points you made there, Jack. Thanks. But this is my Christmas. Can I hear some more? <laughs> but if you don't... If you do not want to listen, if you do not, they never ask. Never ask. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You do not. You're a liar. You don't know what you're talking about. All right, go ahead and pause it. So, uh, the that's that is something. I would I would use the expression the voice of reason against the howling mob, but it pains me too much to paint Nancy Pelosi as the voice of reason. Here here is the situation just writ large in the Democrat Party, particularly in the progressive states. You have people calling for things that are wildly, almost hilariously unrealistic, and everybody knows it who, like, is a grown-up and gets beyond the shouting and says, okay, all 11 million of you, so we are going to legalize everybody's in this country illegally. Now, there's absolutely no way we can pass that in really any state legislature, much less the uh, the federal legislature, and get the president's signature on it. So where do you suggest we get from go from there? You didn't get it! You didn't listen! I mean, if you... Can't get beyond the shouting to the practicalities of legislation and governing. You're doomed. And and poor Nancy is sitting there dealing with that. And and it's true on health care. I mean, the California, the assembly, which is a, a collection of, of the communists, if there ever was one, trying to pass universal health care. Well, finally, Uncle Jerry, who's evidently his late stage syphilis is not so severe that he can't wow. reason. Oh, according wow. to broadcast no reports. There's no indication. According to broadcast reports. The governor has late stage syphilis. There's no really? indi- there's no indication he's in any stage of syphilis. <laughs> Early, it, late, recovering. But I mean, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, 
Jerry said we can't do that. That would double the entire size of the budget. We don't have any money. Vermont just had theirs go out of business. Now they're trying to figure out what to do. You've got a coalition of people saying you got to legalize everybody immediately. It's completely unworkable, and they're not willing to go beyond the um, the shouting stage. Now, here's here's an interesting dynamic in politics. Sometimes you have a group, their sheer purpose is to be way over here. So the gravity of the discussion moves in that direction. They know they're not going to get what they're yelling about, but they just wanted to move the gravity to the discussion a little bit. Um, here's the problem, though, and, and it was interesting. I was listening to a discussion on, uh, on Fox News about this last night, which is obviously mostly from a conservative uh, perspective, although they do have liberals on all the time. Uh, does MSNBC? Eh, occasionally. Uh, anyway, but they were talking about how so many of these things being passed in California, which is now so far out of the mainstream, it's, it's well, it's notable. A lot of things, well, they're aspirational. Nobody actually thinks this is going to happen. Universal health care in California legalizing everybody. The problem is the the mainstream of the democrat party is afraid to say that to the fringes in the same way the lefties are so mad at trump for not you know saying to some of the right fringes hey you people are sick shut up cut it out and more and more people are starting to think the shouting aspirational mob is right even though it is wildly unrealistic what they're shouting for. And so I tell you what, Nancy Pelosi has a way bigger problem than l- like Paul Ryan with your, your tea partiers or whatever, um, in my opinion. We'll see it play out. I just don't want this to turn super ugly. And that, that sounds like a crowd that, that could turn ugly. If and they are willing to do that to Nancy Pelosi, what are they going to do to some mild-mannered, you know, uh, Central Valley uh, moderate Republican? Who, who thinks, look, we got laws, we got to enforce the laws. That is, Can you imagine something as fascistic as that being said in California? And the optics of this were really kind of interesting and, and somewhat scary for Nancy, too. It, she wasn't up on a stage and these people were down below. I sure. mean, this was just face-to-face. They were within arm's reach of her. It was it was interesting. Well, and yeah. I don't want to restrict this to California just real briefly before I forget. Did you hear Oregon just passed? I heard, I remember the proposal just passed, free abortions for illegal aliens. No way. I, it's like it's it's like some sort of joke from ten years ago. Seriously, free abortion. They've demanded insurance companies pay for abortions with no copay and no well no cost whatsoever to the person who has the insurance policy. And they've set aside a fund of uh, was it I can't remember a huge pile of money to pay for free abortions for illegal aliens. What is uh where are we headed? You you said this earlier, and I think it's absolutely true. I don't think we're like you know, uh, at the apex of some ugliness. We're at the beginning of of some craziness. Where where people you only lose as a Republican, you only lose pretty much by somebody further to the right than you. And now it's it sounds like it's going to be the same with the Democrats. You only lose by some to somebody further to the left of you. And it just as we get further and further apart, and more the extreme edges that the rest of the country thinks. What are you talking about? Where's this going to go? And the crowd's get the crowd's getting angry and angrier. Half of you are going to say "hmm" to this next point. The other half are going to say "what?" If only there were a president who, for instance, uh, tossed off, tossed off his party's leadership and said, "You guys aren't getting anything done. I'm going across the aisle," and called Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi said, "Let's cut a deal," because he thought, perhaps rightly, perhaps wrongly, his right flank was not being cooperative. 
Donald J. Trump, president, and Chuck Schumer, for his part, and Nancy Pelosi, and it pains me to say this, might say to each other behind closed doors, all right, your right flank and our left flank are really getting nuts. We got to join together in the middle or this is going to turn crazy, crazy ugly. It's possible. Uh, we got this text. Um, what other country would illegals be allowed to protest against the laws if they weren't from the, the, the country they're not from? Yeah. None. Where else in the world does this happen? In we Mexico, have... for instance, <laughs> coincidentally, you can't hold a political rally as a non-citizen. Where else in the world could you shout down one of the leading figures of that country's uh, government because you don't like the laws? You're not from that country, but right. you don't like their laws. Right. It's, it's so crazy. So and, crazy. And as I always throw in during this discussion, both parties for decades sent the message, come in, come in, come on in. Oh, we yeah. need you. We want you to work. We'll uh, turn a blind eye, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, sowed the seeds. Well, right, exactly. So uh, when we're always talking about the hypocrisy and the, the uselessness of the, the political party and why Washington, D.C. is so corrupt, that's what we're talking about. One texture. And these are the, 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 now we are sowing what we have reaped. One texter said, I was astonished security didn't pull Pelosi out of there. I agree. What with the the Antifa stuff that's happened. That went on for half an hour, too. In in recent months, I'm surprised that there wasn't more concern about that. Because who knew that you weren't going to have the black-clad people swinging bats rolling in at some point. And old Nancy's foot speed ain't what it used to be. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it's 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 weird, man. Weird, weird, weird. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, I got to tell you, Donald Trump just laid down a blunt warning to North Korea's yes. rocket man and yes. a Does challenge he burn it out to the fuel, fuel out here alone. We will get into that minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. Does he drop a rocket man during the speech? Yes. Wow. Oh, oh yes. 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 He's got a new nickname. <laughs> he did it at the UN. Fantastic. That's coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So Trump dropped a rocket man at the UN. Can't wait to hear this. Not not only that, I was in the lunchroom right now. He was ripping Nicolas Maduro and the corrupt socialist government of Venezuela up one side and down the other. This is a country that ought to be the second most prosperous country in the hemisphere after the U.S. We got a head start. And he was just ripping them and socialism. It was great. Cool. News now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump at the U.N. speaking to the General Assembly for the first time, calling this a time of immense promise or great peril, saying it's up to civilized nations whether the world will be lifted to new heights or fall into a valley of disrepair. And Trump has this blunt warning for North Korea's leadership. No nation on earth has an interest in seeing this band of criminals arm itself with nuclear weapons and missiles. The United States has great strength and patience. But if it is forced to defend itself or its allies, we will have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. Wow! Well, Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself and for his regime. The United States is ready willing and able, but hopefully this will not be necessary. That's what the United Nations is all about. That's what the United Nations is for. Let's see how they do. I think that's great. Wow. I think it's absolutely fantastic. 
I hear you, I hear... man is on a suicide mission. <laughs> I'm sorry, my interpretation machine seems to be broken. It seems... <laughs> President just referred to somebody as Rocket Man. Am I, am I hearing this right? Uh, Mars ain't the kind of place to la- raise your kids. That much is clear. I, I tell you what, I hear you shouting with your your bony tail and and your Birkenstocks and the rest of it. And I say this with great affection. You, you, why are you insulting? Why are you making this personal? You might enrage the guy and and bring us to the brink of something that is not necessary. You may have a tiny little point, but I would hope that Fathead is rational enough. Uh, I know Trump is. You don't think he is, but I know he is. They're not going to get into some personal beef and unleash nuclear holocaust. It's putting the guy on notice. Well, you got to make him believe it's an option. Well, uh, yeah, it's and, a, uh, that that is incredibly important to preventing it. And as I was saying yesterday, that's 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 the missing piece here. Is that for the first time in my memory, everybody's come out and said when we when we're making a threat, everybody's come out and said, "Nah, we can't really do that." So don't worry about it. Um, which kind of ruins your leverage. If you have a gun on somebody and say, stop coming toward me or I will shoot you, and they don't believe you're going to shoot them, well, sure. you might as well not have the gun. That's a heck of a thing. And they said, well, you completely destroy the country. Yep. That's some pretty tough talk by UN standards. That was not equivocal. No. I mean, not difficult to interpret. One other note. I wanted to get to this story. Nobody actually likes getting shots. And in the future, kids may need to get a lot fewer of them. MIT researchers have come up with a way that would make it possible to give all childhood vaccines in just one single injection. The gist is the shot would contain microscopic capsules of various vaccines which would break down in the body at different times. Interesting. This seems promising. So far, the concept's only been tested on mice. There are some hurdles to jump before the method will potentially work with humans, but one shot for all vaccines is getting closer and closer with each trial. So can you imagine? You go in and that's it. You get one shot, you got all your vac- your vaccinations taken care of. You know, you don't get as many shots as an adult as you do as a kid, but I still routinely, they say, it's time for your update. I'd say, can I get that in the suppository? <laughs> Just as a matter of course, everything. It's amazing how many shots kids get. And, yeah. and please, Joe welcomes your emails about whether or not my kids should get shots. <laughs> Oh, God, no. No! (laughs) All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Hopefully they figure out a better way to administer this new super shot, because right now it's my understanding they do it the same way they used to drive in a railroad spike. Oh, boy! They get get one doctor with the sledgehammer, the other one's got the shot right on you, and they just start swinging. (laughs) This is only going to hurt for about a month, (laughs) Junior. Right. Wow. Oh, you don't want that. Uh, so, yeah, there's going to be fallout all day long from that little North Korea part of the speech. People are going to go crazy. Call him Rocket Man. At the UN me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Why does he think these nicknames are so effective? <laughs> hey, I got a question for you, Jack. Are we going to talk about our little problem today? Which problem? Oh, yeah. Jeez, God dang it. Completely forgot about it. Right. Do you want to do it next? Yeah, we need your help uh, uh, on a little something. Yeah. Can I ask a favor of you? You, the listener. What have you ever given back to us? Yeah. That's probably the wrong way to phrase it. Sorry. I'll think that through. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Guess what? He don't want war. That's one thing he don't want. He said in the past that he would destroy the United States. Well, yeah. Quick shout out. To friend of Armstrong and Getty, Xander. This is for you, bro. 
You have good taste in music, and we're thinking about you. What is this? I like the sound of this. It's Queen's Tie Your Mother Down. It's an odd title. I never did. But who am I to tell you how to live your life? It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. How you doing? We don't take a lot of requests, but there's a good reason for this one. Yeah, so, so uh, thinking of you, as I said. Or maybe we should open it up and start taking requests. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> hey, the, 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 the touch tones are tapping, everybody. I assume by we you mean someone else. <laughs> yeah, you sit there and take them. Mm. Uh, so, welcome. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. We have uh, the many highlights of uh, Donald Trump, the president, in front of the U.N. He dropped a rocket man on Fathead. Uh, he he was uh, ripping Venezuela. I don't even know what else. Uh, he's still rocking and rolling, so we'll uh, we'll bring that to you in a couple of minutes. How about the viral video of the uh, Hispanic <clears throat> woman going through McDonald's drive-thru? Have you, have you seen this viral video? I do not know that video. We'll have to play this for you next hour. It's pretty pretty entertaining. Okay. Um, so, listen, uh, here's a situation you can help us with. Um, this is the sort of thing you don't hear on the radio, and I don't know why. Everybody's damn uptight. And this is particularly addressed to the good people of the northern half of California. We are on two great radio stations in northern California. We started the show years and years and years ago on 6.50 a.m., KSTE. It uh, broadcasts out of Sacramento, and it is a fabulous station where they have treated us like princes, uh, mostly by ignoring us and letting us do whatever we wanted to do. And there is nothing we want more than that. Uh, and and, and the, the, the people of Sacramento have embraced the show. It's been absolutely wonderful. Keep listening on 650, and thank you. We are also on one of the great radio stations uh, in American history, KGO in San Francisco, 810 a.m. Legendary signal. Right. Right, it's a flamethrower. You can hear it on Mars. Here's the problem. 650's got a great signal, too, so you've got both these signals overlapping each other's markets. You don't care about this, but it's really important to the existence of the show. We're cannibalizing ourselves in each market. you got people all over the uh, Sacramento area listening to 810, which doesn't help 650. You have people in the Bay Area, who are listening to the fabulous signal of 650 that's killing our partners at KGO, uh, who are busting their butts to make the show successful. So, you do whatever you want. You don't owe us anything. But in the Bay Area, it would be enormously helpful if you had flipped to 810. And if you're in SACTO, 650. Here is something that is in it for you, though. Our ratings, our most recent ratings... For all listeners, we are number four in San Francisco, the fourth biggest market in America. In Merca. I think we could be number one. I think this show could actually be the most listened to show in San Francisco if the people listening on 650 in the San Francisco area switched over to 810. How awesome would that be? Our weird little experiment in we're not exactly right, we're not exactly left. Yeah, we lean right, but we're more libertarian. Go smoke your dope and marry your lover. I don't care who you are. I mean, how how cool, how interesting would it be, with all due modesty, if this, <laughs> if this, if this weird little stew of whatever the hell it is was the number one show in the Bay Area? I think that would be interesting. Yeah, I think it would be interesting, too. And you know what? You know what it would lead to? Because this is the way entertainment works. It would lead to more shows like ours. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the, the, the raw truth of it, because a lot of you are smart enough to, to get this, is, you know, you got big companies involved. And, and, and the one big company says, 
Yeah, they got zillions of listeners, but only, you know, a half of them or a chunk of them or two-thirds of them are where they're supposed to be, and we get, we got to sell it, blah, blah, blah. So that would be enormously helpful to us. Thank you. Yeah. And and thank you to, you know, the, we work with a lot of really cool people who are trying really, really hard uh, to make this a success whose names you never hear uh, and never will because their egos are already out of control. But uh, the sales departments, you know, and, and promotions people and all sorts of people are busting their asses, and we thank them for that. To make it as clear as possible, if you're in the Sacramento area, please listen on 650. If you're in the San Francisco area, please listen on 810. Or our show will go away, and it will be replaced by something sucky. Sucky, sucky, sucky. I don't think we're going to go away. Sucky, suck, suck. We may. We may. Hmm. I was threatening to go away at the beginning of the show, but that was was despair, not uh, failure. So, LA Times has this headline that just came across. Uh, You're going to hear a lot of this today and then discussion about it. In U.N. speech, President Trump calls Kim Jong-un rocket man and threatens to, quote, destroy North Korea. Which is true. A lot of ways to interpret that, though. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. There's one way to interpret that. Well, I saw a lot of, uh, uh, over the weekend, people just horrified that he called Kim Jong-un rocket man. Why? Why is that that horrible? Why would that possibly be? Fathead's going to come up with some insult for Trump. He That'll be entertaining. He it's threatens fine. to obliterate us every day. <laughs> right. So you call him Rocket Man out? How's that? I don't see why that's a problem. I know it's not normal. It's not the normal thing that we generally do. But who cares? I don't think. How about the other tweet that got so much attention over the weekend? Him hitting the golf ball that hits Hillary in the back <laughs> and knocks her down on the plane. <laughs> oh, is that funny? <laughs> and and all you. Oh, you think that's funny? Yes, I do. Beating I think women a... is funny. Oh, that's. I nice. saw that oh, very. Okay. I saw that very exchange on cable news over the weekend. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Beating women is funny. Oh my God, you people are so full of crap, and you're such hypocrites. Please. If that if Trump was on the receiving end, you'd be guffawing. Well, how about the it's rece- hilarious? How about when he got his head cut off by Kathy Griffin? Did right. you think that was funny or horrifying? Right. It's it's, it's tragic that somebody edits a golf video with Hillary falling down. That's just uh, unspeakable. But Trump's bloody severed head is uh, fair commentary. Cut it out, everybody. It cut it out. By the way, on that GIF or GIF, I never can remember which it is. You know, I used to be hardcore that it's GIF. But the guy who came up with it, as Sean pointed out, says GIF, and it's like a Jiffy. It happens it's quick. It's, it's, I don't know. Anyway, both parts of that video, I don't remember ever seeing that video of Hillary falling on the plane. Oh, yeah. Was that yeah. during the... Is she she has a, Parkinson's or all She's wearing a catheter or... That's right. What's you can that see weird it down lump? her leg. What's that weird lump on her shoulder? All exactly. That sort of... It's a pacemaker. <laughs> so there a was, catheter. And then seeing Trump without his suit jacket on, taking the golf swing. That was interesting. He is as 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 we have expected. He is a very large man. Well, he's got <laughs> huge hands, though. He can hit a ball 285 yards. Clear onto the tarmac and hit poor Hillary in the back. <laughs> well, yeah. Knock her down. That one obviously got away from him a little bit. So he didn't put that together. Somebody else did, and then he retweeted tweeted it but yes yeah which is odd for a president of the united <laughs> yeah. states oh, I, I will grant you that all day long <laughs> my friends but these are odd times so a video has gone viral of a hispanic woman going through a drive through and the drive through worker said something about can you spell trump can you spell deportation that's unfortunate and has been fired just came here for a hamburger <laughs> we can play the whole exchange for you coming up so, uh, <laughs> you know, is that new policy at McDonald's? Or? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. 
So, Seems uh, a little wise-assy for, you know, <laughs> probably unhealthy fast food service. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> 